Welcome back to Amelia's Today we're reading Home in the Dark. Dinosaurs Before Dark. What's <laughs> Dinosaurs Before Dark? That's the book we're reading today. And oh. it's by Mary Pope Osborne. And what's it mean, Mommy? Chapter 1, Into the Woods. Help! A monster, said Annie. Yeah, sure, said Jack. A real monster in Frog Creek, Pennsylvania. Run, Jack, said Annie. She ran up the road. Oh, brother, this is what he got for spending time with his seven-year-old sister. Annie loved pretend stuff, but Jack was eight and a half. He liked real things. Watch out, Jack. The monster's coming. Race you. No, thanks, said Jack. Annie raced alone into the woods. Jack looked at the sky. The sun was about to set. Come on, Annie, it's time to go home. But Annie had disappeared. Jack waited. No Annie. Annie, he shouted again. Jack, Jack, come here. Jack groaned. Oh, this had better be good, he said. Jack left the road and headed into the woods. The trees were lit with a golden late afternoon light. Come here, called Annie. There she was, standing under a tall oak tree. Look, she said. She was pointing at a rope ladder, the longest rope ladder Jack had ever seen. Wow, he whispered. The ladder went all the way to the top of the tree. There, at the top, was a tree house. It was tucked between two branches. That must be the highest tree house in the world, said Annie. Who built it, asked Jack. I've never seen it before. I don't know, but I'm going up, said Annie. No, we don't know who it belongs to, said Jack. Just for a teeny minute, said Annie. She started up the ladder. Annie, come back. She kept climbing. Jack sighed. <sighs> Annie, it's almost dark. We have to go home. Annie disappeared into the treehouse. Annie! Jack waited a moment. He was about to call again when Annie poked her head out of the treehouse. Books, she shouted. What? It's filled with books. Oh, man. Jack loved books. He pushed his glasses into place and gripped the sides of the rope ladder. Up he went. Number Chapter 2, The Monster. Jack crawled through a hole in the treehouse floor. Wow, the treehouse was filled with books. Books everywhere. Very old books with dusty covers. New books with shiny bright covers. Look, you can see far, far away, said Annie. She was peering out the treehouse window. Jack looked out the window with her. Down below were the tops of other trees. In the, Mommy. in the distance, he saw Frog Creek Library, the elementary school, the park. Auntie point, Annie pointed in the other direction. There's our house, she said. Sure enough, there was their white wooden house with the green porch. Next to the door was their neighbor's black dog, Henry. He looked very tiny. Hi, Henry, shouted Annie. Shush, said Jack. We're not supposed to be up here. He glanced around the treehouse again. I wonder who owns all these books, he said. He noticed bookmarks were sticking out of many of them. I like this one, said Annie. She held up a book with a castle on the cover. Here's a book about Pennsylvania, said Jack. He turned to the page with the bookmark. Hey, there's a picture of Frog Creek in here, he said. It's a picture of these woods. Oh, Here's a book for you, said Annie. Today we're reading. And she held up a book. She held up a book about dinosaurs. A blue silk bookmark was sticking out of it. Let me see it. Jack set down his black backpack and grabbed the book from her. 
You look at that one, and I'll look at the one about castles. No, we better not, said Jack. We don't know who these books belong to. But even as he said this, Jack opened the dinosaur book to where the bookmark was. He couldn't help himself. <laughs> he turned to a picture of an ancient flying reptile, a pterodon. He touched the huge bat-like wings. Wow, whispered Jack. I wish I could see a pterodon for real. Jack studied the picture of the odd-looking creature soaring through the sky. Ah! screamed Annie. What? said Jack. A monster! Annie cried. She pointed to the treehouse window. Stop pretending, Annie, said Jack. No, really, said Annie. Jack looked out the window. A giant creature was gliding above the treetops. He had a long, weird crest on the back of his head, a shiny beak, and a huge bat-like wings. It was a real live pterodon. The creature curved through the sky. He was coming straight towards the treehouse. He looked like a glider plane. The wind began to blow. The leaves trembled. Suddenly, the creature soared up high into the sky. Jack nearly fell out of the window trying to see it. The wind picked up. It was whistling now. The treehouse started to spin. What's happening? cried Jack. Get down, shouted Annie. She pulled him back from the window. The treehouse was spinning faster and faster. Jack squeezed his eyes shut. He held onto Annie. Then everything was still, absolutely still. Jack opened his eyes. Sunlight slanted through the window. There was Annie, the books, his backpack. The treehouse was still high up in an oak tree, but it wasn't the same oak tree. Chapter three, where is here? Jack looked out the window. He looked down at the picture in the book. He looked back out the window. The world outside and the world in the picture, they were exactly the same. The pterodon was soaring through the sky. The ground was covered with ferns and tall grass. There was a winding stream, a sloping hill, and volcanoes in the distance. Whoa, whoa, where are we? stammered Jack. The pterodon glided down to the base of their tree. The creature coasted to a stop and stood very still. Can I see it? A page? No picture on that page. What happened to us, said Annie. She looked at Jack. He looked at her. I don't know, said Jack. I was looking at the picture in the book, and you said, wow, I wish I could see a pterodon for real, said Annie. Yeah, and then we saw one in the Frog Creek Woods, said Jack. Yeah, and then the wind got loud and the treehouse started spinning, said Annie. And we landed here, said Jack. And we landed here, said Annie. So that means, said Jack. So that means what, said Annie. Nothing, said Jack. He shook his head. None of this can be real. Annie looked out the window again. But he's real, she said. He's very real. Jack looked out the window with her. The pteranodon was standing at the base of the oak tree, like a guard. His giant wings were spread out on either side of him. Hi, Annie shouted. Shush, said Jack. We're not supposed to be here. But where is here, said Annie. I don't know, said Jack. Hi, Annie called again to the creature. The pteranodon looked up at them. Where is here, Annie called down. You're nuts, he can't talk, said Jack. But maybe the book can tell us. Jack looked down at the book and he read the words under the picture. This flying reptile lived in the Cretaceous period. 
it vanished 65 million years ago. No, impossible. They couldn't have landed in a time 65 million years ago. Jack, said Annie, he's nice. Nice? Yeah, I can tell. Let's go down to talk to him. Talk to him? Annie started down the rope ladder. Hey, shouted Jack. But Annie kept going. Are you crazy? Jack called. Annie dropped to the ground. She stepped up to the ancient creature. Chapter 4. Henry. Jack gasped as Annie held out her hand. Oh, brother. She was always trying to make friends with animals. But this was going too far. Don't get too close to him, Annie, Jack shouted. But Annie touched the pteranodon's crest. She stroked his neck. She was talking to him. What in the world was she saying? Jack took a deep breath. Okay, he would go down too. It would be good to examine the creature, take notes, like a scientist. Jack started down the rope ladder. When he got to the ground, Jack was only a few feet away from the creature. The creature stared at Jack. His eyes were bright and alert. He's soft, Jack, said Annie. He feels like Henry. Jack snorted. He's no dog, Annie. Feel him, Jack. Jack didn't move. Don't think about it, Jack. Just do it. Jack stepped forward. He put his arm out very cautiously, and he brushed his hand down the creature's neck. Interesting. A thin layer of fuzz covered the pteranodon's skin. Soft, huh, said Annie. Jack reached into his backpack and pulled out a pencil and a notebook. He wrote, fuzzy skin. What are you doing? asked Annie. Taking notes, said Jack. We're probably the first people in the whole world to ever see a real live pterodon. Jack looked at the pterodon again. The creature had a bony crest on the top of his head. The crest was longer than Jack's arm. I wonder how smart he is, Jack said. Very smart, said Annie. Don't count on it, said Jack. His brain's probably no bigger than a bean. No, he's very smart. I can feel it, said Annie. I'm going to call him Henry. Jack wrote in his notebook. Small brain? Question mark. Jack looked at the creature again. Maybe he's a mutant, he said. The creature tilted his head. Annie laughed. He's no mutant, Jack. Well, what's he doing here then? Where is this place, said Jack. Annie leaned close to the pterodon. Do you know where we are, Henry? She asked softly. The creature fixed his eyes on Annie. His long jaws were opening and closing like a pair of giant scissors. Are you trying to talk to me, Henry? asked Annie. Forget it, Annie, Jack wrote in his notebook. Mouth like scissors? Mommy! He's trying to talk to her. He is. Did we come to a time long ago, Henry? asked Annie. Is this place from long ago? Suddenly she gasped. <gasps> Jack! He looked up. Annie was pointing towards the top of the hill. On the top stood a huge dinosaur. Chapter 5. Gold in the grass. Go, go, said Jack. He threw his notebook into his pack. He pushed Annie towards the rope ladder. Bye, Henry, she said. Go, said Jack. He gave Annie a big push. Quit it, she said, but she started up the ladder. Jack scrambled after her. They tumbled into the treehouse. They were panting as they looked out into the window at the dinosaur. He was standing on the hilltop, eating flowers off a tree. Oh, man, whispered Jack. We are we are in a time long ago. The dinosaur looked like a huge rhinoceros, only he had three horns instead of one, two long ones above his eyes and one on his nose. 
He had a big shield-like thing behind his head. Triceratops, said Jack. Does he eat people? whispered Annie. I'll look it up. Jack grabbed the dinosaur book. He flipped through the pages. There, he said. He pointed to a picture of a triceratops. He read the caption. The triceratops lived in the late Cretaceous period. This plant-eating dinosaur weighed over 12,000 pounds. Jack slammed the book shut. Just plants, no meat. Let's go see him, said Annie. Are you nuts, said Jack. Don't you want to take notes about him, asked Annie. We're probably the first people in the whole world to ever see a, a real live triceratops. Jack sighed. Oh, she was right. Let's go, he said. He shoved the dinosaur book into his pack. He slung it over his shoulder and started down the ladder. On the way down, Jack stopped. He called up to Annie. Just promise you won't pet him. I promise. Promise you won't kiss him. I promise. Promise you won't talk to him. I promise. Promise you won't. Go, go, she said. Jack went. Annie followed. When they stepped off the ladder, the pterodon gave them a kind look. Annie blew a kiss at him. Be back soon, Henry, she said cheerfully. Shush, said Jack. And he led the way through the ferns, slowly and carefully. When he reached the bottom of the hill, he kneeled behind a fat bush. Annie knelt beside him and started to speak. Shush, Jack put his finger to his lips. Annie made a face. Jack peeked out at the triceratops. The dinosaur was incredibly big, bigger than a truck. He was eating the flowers off a magnolia tree. Can I see? There's no picture of that one. Jack slipped his notebook out of his pack and he wrote, Eats flowers. There he is. Annie nudged him. Jack ignored her. He studied the triceratops again, and he wrote, Eats slowly. Janny, Annie nudged him hard. Jack looked at her. Annie pointed to herself. She walked her fingers through the air, and then she pointed to the dinosaur. She smiled. Was she teasing? She waved at Jack. Jack started to grab her. She laughed and jumped away. She fell into the grass in full view of the triceratops. Get back, whispered Jack. Too late. The big dinosaur had spotted Annie. He gazed down at her from the hilltop. Half of a magnolia flower was sticking out of his mouth. Oops, said Annie. Get back, Jack shouted at her. He looks nice, Jack. Nice, watch out for his horns, Annie. No, he's nice, Jack. Nice? But the triceratops just gazed calmly down at Annie. Then he turned and loped away down the side of the hill. Bye, said Annie, and she turned back to Jack. See? Jack grunted, but he wrote in his notebook, nice. Come on, let's look around some more, said Annie. As Jack started Mommy, after Annie, have some plants. There he is, the triceratops. He's happy. He's happy, he's nice. As Jack started after Annie, he saw something glittering in the tall grass. He reached out and picked it up. A medallion, a gold medallion. A letter was engraved on the medallion. A fancy letter M. Oh man, someone came here before us, Jack said softly. Chapter 6, Dinosaur Valley. Annie, look at this, Jack called. Look what I found. Annie had gone up to the hilltop. She was picking a flower from the magnolia tree. Annie, look, a medallion, shouted Jack. But Annie wasn't paying attention to Jack. She was staring at something on the other side of the hill. 
Oh, wow, she said, clutching her magnolia flower. She took off down the hill. Annie, come back, Jack shouted. But Annie had disappeared. Oh, brother, Jack muttered. He stuffed the gold medallion into his jeans pocket. Then Jack heard Annie shriek. Annie, he said. Jack heard another sound as well, a deep bellowing sound like a tuba. Jack, come here, quick, Annie called. Jack raced up the hill. When he got to the top, he gasped. The valley below was filled with nests, big nests made out of mud. The nests were filled with tiny dinosaurs. Annie was crouching next to one of the nests. Towering over her was a gigantic duck-billed dinosaur. Don't panic. Don't move, said Jack. He stepped slowly down the hill towards Annie. The huge dinosaur was waving her arms and making her tuba sound. Jack stopped. He didn't want to get too close. He knelt on the ground. Okay, move towards me. Slowly, he said. Annie started to stand up. Don't stand. Crawl, said Jack. Clutching her flower, Annie crawled towards Jack. Still bellowing, the duck-billed dinosaur followed her. Annie froze. Keep going, Jack said. Annie started crawling again. Jack inched farther down the hill until he was just an arm's distance from Annie. He reached out and grabbed her hand. He pulled Annie towards him. Stay down, Jack said. He crouched next to her. Bow your head. Pretend to chew. Chew, said Annie. Yes, said Jack. I read that's what you do if a mean dog comes at you. She's no dog, Jack, said Annie. Just chew, said Jack. Jack and Annie both bowed their heads and pretended to chew. Soon, the dinosaur grew quiet. Jack looked up. I don't think she's mad anymore, he said. You saved me, said Annie. Thanks. You have to use your brain, Annie, Jack said. You can't just go running to a nest of babies. There's always a mother nearby. Annie stood up. Annie, don't, said Jack. Too late. Annie held out her magnolia flower to the dinosaur. I'm sorry I made you worry about your babies, she said. The dinosaur moved closer to Annie. She grabbed the flower from her hand. She reached for another. No more, said Annie. The dinosaur let out a sad tuba sound. But there are more flowers up there, Annie said. She pointed to the top of the hill. I'll get you some. Annie hurried up the hill. The dinosaur waddled after her. Jack quickly looked at the dinosaur babies. Some were crawling out of their nests. Where were the other mothers, Jack wondered. Jack took out the dinosaur book. He flipped through the pages. He found a picture of some duck-billed dinosaurs. He read the caption, The Anatosauruses lived in colonies. While a few mothers babysat the nests, others looked for food. So there were probably more mothers close by looking for food. Hey, Jack, Annie called. Jack looked up. Annie was at the top of the hill feeding magnolia flowers to the giant Anatosaurus. Guess what, Annie said. She's nice, too. Suddenly, the Anatosaurus made her terrible tuba sound. Annie crouched down and started to chew. The dinosaur charged down the hill. She seemed afraid of something. Jack put the book on top of his pack. He hurried to Annie. I wonder why she ran away, said Annie. We were starting to be friends. 
Jack looked around. What he saw in the distance almost made him faint. An enormous monster was coming across the plain. The monster was walking on two strong legs. It was swinging a long, thick tail and dangling two tiny arms. It had a huge head and its jaws were wide open. Even from far away, Jack could see its long, gleaming teeth. Tyrannosaurus Rex, whispered Jack. Chapter 7. Ready, set, go. Run, Annie, run, cried Jack. Run to the treehouse. Jack and Annie dashed down the hill together. They ran through the tall grass and ferns past the pterodon. They scrambled up the rope ladder and tumbled into the treehouse. Annie leapt to the window. It's going away, she said, panting. Jack pushed his glasses into place. He looked out the window with Annie. The Tyrannosaurus was wandering off. But then the monster stopped and turned around. Duck, said Annie. The two of them ducked their heads. After a long moment, they peeked out of the window again. Coast clear, said Jack. Yay, whispered Annie. We have to get out of here, said Jack. You made a wish before, said Annie. Right, said Jack. He took a deep breath. I wish we could go back to Frog Creek. Nothing happened. I said, I wish, started Jack. Wait, said Annie. You were looking at a picture in the dinosaur book, remember? Oh, no. I left the book in my pack on the hill, said Jack. I have to go back. Forget it, said Annie. I can't, said Jack. The book doesn't belong to us. Plus, my notebook with all my notes is in my pack and my... Okay, okay, said Annie. I'll hurry, said Jack. He climbed quickly down the ladder and leapt to the ground. Jack raced past the pterodon, through the ferns, through the tall grass, and up the hill. He looked down. His pack was lying on the ground. On top of it was the dinosaur book. But now the valley below was filled with antithesauruses. They were all standing guard around the nests. Where had they been? Did they fear of the tyrannosaur did fear of the tyrannosaurus send them home? Jack took a deep breath. Ready, set, go, he thought. He charged down the hill, he ran to his backpack, he scooped it up, he grabbed the dinosaur book. Jack heard a terrible tuba sound, then another, and another. All the antosauruses were bellowing at him. Jack took off. He raced up to the hilltop, he started down the hill, he stopped. The Tyrannosaurus Rex was back. It was standing between Jack and the treehouse. Chapter 8. A Giant Shadow Jack jumped behind the magnolia tree. His heart was beating so fast he could hardly think. He peeked out at the giant monster. The horrible-looking creature was opening and closing its huge jaws. His teeth were as big as steak knives. Don't panic, thought Jack. Think. He peered down at the valley. Good. The duck-billed dinosaurs were sticking close to their nests. Jack looked back at the Tyrannosaurus. Good. The monster didn't seem to know he was there. Don't panic. Think. Think. Maybe there's information in the book. Jack opened the dinosaur book. He found Tyrannosaurus Rex. He read, Tyrannosaurus Rex was one of the largest meat-eating land animals of all time. If it were alive today, it could eat a human in one bite. Great, thought Jack. 
The book was no help at all. Jack tried to think clearly. He couldn't hide on the other side of the hill. The Anatosauruses might stampede. He couldn't run to the treehouse. The Tyrannosaurus might run faster. Maybe he should just wait for the monster to leave. Jack peeked around the tree. The Tyrannosaurus had wandered closer to the hill. Something caught Jack's eye. Annie was coming down the rope ladder. Was she nuts? What was she doing? Jack wondered. Jack watched Annie hop off the ladder. Annie hurried over to the pterodon. She was talking to him. She was flapping her arms. She pointed at Jack, at the sky, at the treehouse. She is nuts, Jack thought. Go, go back up in the tree, Jack whispered. Go. Jack heard a roar. The Tyrannosaurus Rex was looking in his direction. Jack hit the ground. The Tyrannosaurus Rex was coming towards the hill. Jack felt the ground shaking. What should I do? Jack wondered. Should I run? Crawl back into the dinosaur valley? Climb the magnolia tree? Suddenly, a giant shadow covered Jack. He looked up. The pterodon was gliding overhead. The giant creature sailed towards the top of the hill. He was heading towards Jack. Chapter 9. The Amazing Ride The pterodon coasted down to the ground. He stared at Jack with his bright, alert eyes. But what was Jack supposed to do? Climb on? But I'm too heavy, thought Jack. Jack looked at the Tyrannosaurus. It was staring up the hill. Its giant teeth were flashing in the sunlight. Okay, thought Jack. Don't think. Just do it. Jack put his book in his pack. Then he climbed onto the pterodon's back. He held on tightly. The creature moved forward. He spread his wings and lifted off the ground. Jack nearly fell off as they teetered this way and that. The pteranodon steadied himself and rose into the sky. Jack looked down. The Tyrannosaurus was staring up at him and chomping the air. The Tyrannodon glided away. He sailed over the hilltop and over the valley. He circled above all the duck-billed dinosaurs and all the nests filled with babies. Then the Tyrannodon soared out over the plain, over the, tyranno- over the Triceratops, who was grazing in the high grass. Jack felt like a bird. The wind was rushing through his hair. The air smelled sweet and fresh. Jack whooped and laughed. He couldn't believe it. He was riding on the back of an ancient flying reptile. The pterodon sailed over the stream and over the ferns and bushes. Then he carried Jack down to the base of the oak tree. When they came to a stop, Jack slid off the creature's back and landed on the ground. The pterodon took off again and glided into the sky. Bye, Henry, called Jack. Jack, are you okay? Annie shouted from the treehouse. Jack pushed his glasses into place. He kept staring at the pterodon. Jack, Annie called. Jack looked up at Annie. He smiled. Thanks for saving my life, he said. That was really fun. Thank Henry, not me, said Annie. Come on, climb up. Jack tried to stand. His legs were wobbly. He felt a bit dizzy. Hurry, shouted Annie. It's coming. Jack looked around. The Tyrannosaurus was heading straight towards him. Jack bolted to the ladder. He started climbing. Hurry! Hurry! screamed Annie. Jack reached the top and scrambled into the treehouse. It's coming towards the tree! Annie cried. The dinosaur slammed against the oak tree. The treehouse shook like a leaf in the wind. 
Jack and Annie tumbled into the books. Make a wish to go home, cried Annie. We need the book. We need the Pennsylvania book, said Jack. Where is it? They both searched madly around the treehouse. Found it, said Jack. He grabbed the book and flipped through the pages. He found the photograph of Frog Creek Woods. Jack pointed to the picture in the book. I wish we could go home, he shouted. The wind began to blow. Jack closed his eyes. He held on tightly to Annie. The treehouse started to spin. It spun faster and faster. Then everything was still. Absolutely still. Chapter 10. Home Before Dark. Jack heard a bird singing. He opened his eyes. He was still pointing at the picture of Frog Creek Woods. He peeked out the treehouse window. Outside, he saw the exact same view as the picture in the book. We're home, whispered Annie. The woods were lit with a golden late afternoon light. The sun was about to set. No time had passed since they left Frog Creek. Jack! Annie! A voice called from the distance. That's Mom, said Annie. Jack saw their mother far away. She was standing in front of their house. She looked tiny. Annie! Jack! She called. Annie stuck her head out the window and shouted, Coming! Jack felt dazed. He just stared at Annie. What happened to us, he said. We took a trip in the magic treehouse, said Annie simply. But it's the same time as when we left, said Jack. Annie shrugged. How did it take us so far away, said Jack, and so long ago? You looked at the picture in the book and said you wished to go there, said Annie. And the magic treehouse took us there. But how, said Jack. And who built this magic treehouse? Who put all these books here? A magic person, I guess, said Annie. Oh, look, said Jack. I almost forgot about this. Jack reached into his pocket and pulled out the gold medallion. Someone lost this back there, he said, in dinosaur land. Look, there's a letter M on it. Annie's eyes got round. Do you think M stands for magic person? She asked. I don't know, said Jack. I just know that someone went to that place before us. Jack! Annie! Their mom called again. Coming! Annie shouted again. Jack put the gold medallion back in his pocket. He pulled the dinosaur book out of his pack and put it back with all the other books. Then he and Annie took one last look around the treehouse. Goodbye, house, whispered Annie. Jack slung his backpack over his shoulders. Annie started down the rope ladder. Jack followed. Seconds later, they hopped onto the ground and started walking out of the woods. No one's going to believe our story, said Jack. So let's not tell anyone, said Annie. Dad won't believe it, said Jack. He'll say it was a dream, said Annie. Mom won't believe it, said Jack. She'll say it was pretend. My teacher won't believe it, said Jack. She'll say you're nuts, said Annie. We better not tell anyone, said Jack. I already said that, said Annie. Jack sighed. I think I'm starting not to believe it myself, he said. They left the woods and started up towards the road towards their house. As they walked past all the houses on their street, the trip to dinosaur time did seem more and more like a dream. Only this world and this time seemed real. Jack reached into his pocket. He clasped the gold medallion. He felt the engraving of the letter M. It made his fingers tingle. Jack laughed. Suddenly he felt very happy. He couldn't explain what had happened today, but he knew for sure that their trip in the magic treehouse had been real. 
absolutely real. Tomorrow, Jack said softly, we'll go back to the woods. Of course, said Annie. And we'll climb up to the treehouse, said Jack. Of course, said Annie. And we'll see what happens next, said Jack. Of course, said Annie. Race you! And they took off together, running for home. The end. Thanks for listening.